Yes, go ahead, put your hands together for the Lord. You can do better. Put your hands together, make a joyful noise. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, choir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chigumira and your team. We appreciate what you are doing. Thank you. Happy birthday, Minister. <laughs> Would also want to thank God for a wonderful couple that has bought for us these beautiful screens that you see up front here. Our you, 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 don't, you don't know who they are. You don't need to know. Just pray for them wherever you are. I just want everyone, everyone in here in the overflow, I want you to say good things. Just declare good things over them for such a wonderful sacrifice and commitment. Just bless them wherever you are. Lift your voice and pray. Let's bless this couple. Let's bless them. 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 Randolo bobo speak the blessing of God over you in Jesus name. Thank you. Please if you could just welcome that wonderful person standing next to you before you take your seats. Thank you. Today again we have His Excellency, the Ambassador of the Republic of Ghana. He is in our presence. <laughs> ah. You see, your people your people <laughs> thank you for coming sir it's a blessing having you today thank you we appreciate your presence thank you we may be seated do you have um, a scripture that you you would want fulfilled in your life with immediate effect. Give me the scripture. Find what you want in the Bible and you will have it. 
soon. Anything you want to have. Let me help you have it. Let me help you have it. I'm here to prove to you that whatever God promised, he's able to do it. <clears throat> Tell me what you want and let's deliver it. Thank, Thank you, you Baba, much. for this opportunity. Thank you, my father, to stand like this. Please, let's, let's go straight to... The scripture that I want you, my father, that it happens today, John 14, John 14, 27, talks about peace. The peace that God uh, gives I want my because life to be transformed from today. Since I was born, according to even my parents, I don't have peace in my life. So I need peace even in marriage and all the stuff like that. I want my life to change from today. That God said, actually, in the Terera Iri about the peace that God gives. So, okay. the peace that you ministered is the peace that I want today. John 14, verse 27. 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. Mm -hmm. My peace I give unto you. Mm -hmm. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, but neither let it be afraid. Mm -hmm. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. Yes. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Okay. He started off by saying, mm -hmm. but the comforter, uh -huh. which no, is same verse, same verse. peace, I leave with you. Peace. Who's saying this? Jesus. Peace. I what? I leave with you. So do you, do you believe that he did exactly what he said? Do you believe that he did exactly what he said? You might not have, maybe you're not aware of what he said. He said, peace, I leave. With who? With you. 
So by the time he's gone, where is his peace? With me. Lest you ask for it. Some of these things are as simple as that. If he says that I'm going, but one thing that I'm not taking with me is peace, and he tells you where that peace is going to be kept, I'm leaving my peace with you as I go. And the most terrible thing that can ever happen is for him to hear you from there asking him for peace. Peace. All the peace necessary for your current life has been left. And the people present when Jesus spoke this, these words were the disciples. And God gave those disciples enough peace so much that it would be distributed from there. Whatever Jesus gave to his disciples, he empowered them to go on and spread, whether it was healing, whether it was the prophetic, whether it was the working of miracles, it was given just to a chosen few so that they would go and reproduce and multiply it. Same applies with peace. The peace that he gave to the people that were present with him, he taught them how it would be distributed. You get into any city, you are received, your peace shall remain. But if they don't receive you, your peace shall return back to you. So, from the day that he ascended, peace has remained. We have people today who are custodians of that peace of God. And your duty now, instead of maybe asking God for the peace, you need to learn to identify individuals to whom peace was given. Now, when those people are identified, which is not easy, because people with that peace are not people that you are likely going to find with that peace, because they they are that peace. There are people with peace and there are people that are that peace that even without giving you counsel, just by 
their presence. When the ship was being wrecked by a storm, Paul boldly said, no one will perish because I'm here. It was because of the presence of Paul in the boat that became a guarantee of the peace of the, all of the passengers on board. Only because, not because the storm was not strong enough, but because the peace in the boat was strong enough. So my sister, this is one thing that I want you to understand. In trying to get peace from God, God has already given that peace in form of personalities. God came to set on fire the cities of Sodom. It wasn't just one city. God had targeted cities. But I want you to see what happened to one of the targeted cities where Lot then went to. What became of that city? We are talking about peace, right? So I want you to read, now when the, these beings realized that the fire was about to come down, so they hurried Lot and his wife, get out of the city, go to the mountain, and then Lord gave an excuse. He said, if I go to the mountain, something evil might find me there. Please just allow me to go to one of those little cities. Is it? Genesis 19. Uh -huh. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said. When they had brought them forth abroad and he said. Escape for thy life. Run with your life. It means your life here is in danger. Is that right? Yeah. So escape with your life. Uh -huh. Look not behind thee, mm. neither stay thou in all the plain. Yes. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Escape to the mountain. So a place for peace had already been established by these beings. They knew where Ora was not going to okay. So they are advising Lot. And these people are not just people. They are heavenly beings on earth. They know where peace is happening. They know where disasters are happening. It was God who came. And when God came, he took individuals, people that 
pretend to be humans, people, heavenly people that pretend to be humans. They are stationed on the earth. They are angelic beings that are not heavenly. Their habitation is earth. I'm trying to help you identify the peacekeepers. It's not going to be easy for people to identify them. But they make it so difficult. They make it hard for people like you to identify them. If your criteria of identifying or of finding these people, if you only go by marriage, and it has to be a male, he has to be putting on a trousers, he has to have a tie, and so on. Your scope is limited. You have to learn to identify not just the gender, but the prevailing peace. So you're no longer looking for an individual, you're looking for peace. And then after finding peace, the peace has to be in a male. You don't find a male and then try to find peace. You have to identify peace. That's what should go ahead. So let me finish to explain this part. Because you might ask me another further question. So where is the peace? Where do I, how do I find it? God is coming, he's the one who came from the heavens, because that's the Old Testament. Before he went to Sodom, he had to identify beings that are heavenly, yet they are earthbound. They stay here. They are angels that God created that have never been to heaven that are here. In one place, Jacob saw them in a place called Mahanaim. He saw them just passing. They were just walking. No agenda, no message, nothing. What are they doing? There is a heavenly host on earth which is not heavenly. And Jacob went on his no, way. No, let's leave, let's leave that one. But I want to help you identify, and you'll be able, after listening to this, you'll be able to identify. Now, <clears throat> God came before he went to Sodom. He was accompanied by so-called humans and angels. They were like angels, but they were humans. They were like humans, but they were angels. Because this issue, God wants to do it here on earth. And he needed, have you ever wondered how God is coming and he's saying, there is this issue that they've come before me and I've come to find out. 
And imagine God is with individuals who are really aware of what is happening in Sodom. They are aware of what is happening on the earth because they are earthly. They know all of the activities happening on the earth. So these are people that are actually guiding God, leading him to the place of the event. And they are well experienced. They know how to assess all of the activities or what is prevailing, what is trending on social media. They are aware. So they are guiding, leading God to that place of the event. Hence, even Abraham was able to cook for them and they ate. And Lot was able to cook for them, was able to wash their feet. Take note of this. But you see, what, what exposes them is their confidence in danger. They are too confident. Even when there is reason for a panic, they don't. You see, they are telling Lot to run for his life from a city because fire is coming. But they don't seem to be in that same hurry. Why? Because they stayed behind where the new fire was about to come. How come people like that, how can I, how can I put it? They did not run together with Lot for their lives. Get you out of this place. No matter what is going to fall here, it's only your life that is in danger, not ours. Their peace is overwhelming. You will find people with that level of peace, they will cancel you of a problem that they have. Get you out of the city. Because what is coming can destroy you, but it cannot destroy me. Why are you staying behind if we are all humans? We should all be running from this problem. You will come across people that have been trying to console you, comfort you, and yet they are going through worse situations than you. Those people have become peace. Let me explain that part. So they are saying, get out of the city, run for your life, go to the mountain, yes? And Lord said unto them, and then Lord said unto them, Lord, Lord wants to be prophetic now. Lot, 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 Lot. He never knew that danger was coming to Sodom. Now danger has come. Now they're telling him, go to the mountain. Now he's about to prophesy about another evil that might come if he's to go to the mountain. 
Yet this that has come upon this city, you are not even aware. Okay, listen to this. Oh, not so, my Lord. Oh, the... not so, my Lord. They told him to go to the mountain. Oh, not so, my Lord. Yes. Behold now. Behold now. You look. Thy servant hath found grace in thy sight. Yes. And thou hast magnified thy grace. Yes. Which thou hast shown unto me in saving my life. In saving my life. Uh -huh. And I cannot escape to the mountain. I cannot escape to the mountain. Lest some evil take me and I die. Because there was no time for these people to argue. They gave him the request. Mm. Then he went on to ask for something, which is not the mountain, mm. a little city, yes? Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. There is a what? A city. There is another city. Please just allow me to escape to that little city. Uh-huh. Oh, let me escape thither. Is mm. it not a little one? Mm -hmm. And my soul shall live. Now hear what the angel man is about to say. And he said unto him, uh -huh. See, I, I now, have accepted thee. Yes. Concerning this thing also. This thing also. Uh huh. That I will not overthrow. This I will city. not overthrow this what? This city. Uh huh. For the which thou hast spoken. It means it was part of the list. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are following this. It was on the list where fire was supposed to. So I don't know how they adjusted the shower. Of, of the sulfur. How they went and closed in certain holes so that geographically this city is left out. But it was part of the destruction. But because you said you want to go there, it means there fire will not what? Rain. So the coming of Lot into that city is the coming of what? Peace. Peace. But again, the question is Are the citizens of that city aware of the nature of peace that has come? Are they aware that they were part of God's punishment, but simply because of a visitation? Somebody who just walks into your life. A person. So the angel is saying, I will not overthrow this city. Read it again. See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also. Uh-huh that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. Yes. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou until he come thither. 
another question might arise, but how, how come this one, the city, where he's, being, <laughs> where he's supposed to escape from is not saved by Lord? He is here, yet here cannot be saved. But if he is to go there, there will be saved. How do you answer that one? He calls it little. Little's his capacity to serve. The size of his peace, how far he had developed himself, he cannot secure a bigger city. So peace comes in sizes. There are, there are people that, there are people whose peace is not even sufficient for them. Those are people dangerous to marry. You, <laughs> those, This city that God destroyed was too big for Lot to secure. He had not matured himself to a point where he could guarantee the safety of a nation. So you develop yourself. You work on yourself into Becoming, not just the peacemaker, but the peace what? Not just the peacekeeper, but the peacemaker. When you have worked on yourself and people look at you as they see you walk into the aircraft, they know we are going to land. It, it, <laughs> It gets to that point where they are assured of their arrival, not based on the pilot, his ability to fly, but there are people whose presence represents something else. So he identified a city and he calls it small and, and the, this angel of the Lord said, even that one now, so we'll spare it because you are, you are there. Just go in there, stay in there and no fire will come down. So there was no fire ever recorded in that city because of a stranger who had visited the city Those people might think that Lot, even if Lot was told by an angel to come here, he, he was advised to come here because there wasn't any fire here. Yet there is no fire there because there is Lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Identifying now a Lot, an individual who can walk into your city your life 
and you are guaranteed of no hell, no fire, no troubles. This peace is in people. Open your eyes. People, when they have developed themselves, my sister, when people have worked on themselves, they become their gift. They become what they were given. Do you know, apart from every other medication that you find in the shelf, the physician himself is the number one medication, the doctor. The doctor. This is why you can walk into any pharmacy and they can tell you, we won't give you this, we have it. But unless you have proof that you're coming from the doctor, if you don't give us that, we won't give you this. Yet the medication is there. This goes to show, this is why when you hear that when doctors are on strike and nurses are on strike, even diseases will take advantage of that window. Being in the hospital, having access to every machine, but if you know that the doctor is not here, there is chaos there. Wait until an announcement is made, the doctor has arrived. You see patients sitting up straight. That's way before the doctor gives you any medication. He has already given himself as what? As medication. He has become his occupation. Peace is represented by certain personalities. So you're looking for peace? And you're asking peace a question. So let me help you identify peace. Peace. <laughs> If it's a problem, I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem that I have that I like. I take God at his word. I believed it when he said, peace I leave you with. Yes. I don't doubt that. That's my problem, believing Jesus. If he says I'm leaving you with the peace, when I see him taking off, I know he doesn't have peace that is required down here. Any peace that he carries to heaven, it's heavenly peace, not earthly. So after Jesus is gone, and I'm in need of peace, I have to identify people that were present when peace was left. So what you need to do with their peace, these people that are peace, not people that have peace, people that are peace. 
don't, 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 don't violate them. Sit down. Let me, let me, let me, let me. <sighs> Things should have happened to you. Things that have not happened. But knowing who is responsible for things that have not happened, not many can investigate that far. People are being investigated for things that have happened. If something goes wrong, there's an investigation, but if something goes right, people are not good at identifying a good culprit. What really has been keeping our nation intact? hear me my sister this is what we are going to do to make it easier for you to identify the peacemakers people that are not just people people that are peace not only peaceful peace where it's peace that you meet with first before you meet them they have an aura what surrounds them what escorts them, their motorcade, what gets to you before they get to you is peace. This is how, this is how you identify them. Deep calleth unto deep. Okay? Mm -hmm. So what happens is you must develop the deep. If deep calleth unto deep, it means when deep calls... It is deep that will respond. When deep calls, it is the deep that will hear, it is the deep that will respond. Deep call it. And so it means if deep is to call, shallow will not hear and shallow will not respond. Deep call it unto deep. So you must understand how to attract peace because the deep will call. And it is the deep in you that will respond. When a peaceful person comes with peace to you, it is the part of you that is peace that will identify him. If a person that God has sent into your life to represent peace comes, that person called peace will be identified by the peace that you are and the peace that you have. That little portion of peace, because it is still there in as much as you sound like you've been devastated. Looking at what you have gone through, you cannot prove to me that 
there is no amount of peace. Because even during a, a conflict, during warfare, during, during the liberation struggle, when war is raging, not after, not before I'm saying during, there are still certain segments of the society where war is not happening. There are people who went through war that have no scars, that were never harassed. It happened when they were there and yet it never happened to them. Hear me. <clears throat> there, there, would, there would always be places where bombs are not falling. There will always be places where they are, they are cooking sadza. And soldiers are dancing to the music. There is always a place in you having gone all that you went through. You being the battleground. There are portions in you that have survived. Places of peace. What you need to start doing now is to expand those regions. Okay? Because some people think that Eden was a garden. Yet the garden was in Eden. Okay? Yes. And Eden was on the earth. God planted a garden in Eden. And the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden. In Eden. So even if you then find another verse that says the garden of Eden, still that garden is not Eden. It is of Eden, like Harare of Zimbabwe. So what God... What God wanted Adam to do is to work on that little portion of peace. Work on it, spread it until it occupies Eden, and you spread it from the Eden level until it covers the entire earth. As long as there is a seed left in you, now that you are able to stand today and you are asking a question and people around you cannot see that you have gone through horror, it means you are a survivor. You are a survivor. That's true, Baba. So there is a part of you that was never afflicted during that affliction. If there wasn't that place of peace in you, you wouldn't have asked the question. You would have drunk Mishogomakons. So the idea now is to identify the garden 
in the middle of chaos and work on the expansion of that little piece. Because you cannot ask that question unless you are sure that restoration is still possible. You are sure. If you were not sure of the presence of peace, you, you wouldn't have asked the question concerning peace. It's there left in you, but it's a little light. Those are those, those, these are those areas where even during war, those structures were never brought down. So when you are starting to build, you start from there. What are the mistakes that I made? And you take full responsibility. And you say, yes, I was abused. But what did I do? Apart from just blaming yourself, have an understanding of who you were when that happened. Okay. My sister, hear this. There is nothing that can ever happen to you twice. Hear me. What do I mean by that? This scripture that you gave us, you have read it how many times? Several times, Baba. Every time, and my thing started changing from that time. Okay. okay, okay, we'll, we'll come to that. So already peace is, is building up, right? It's improving. This is the question. How many times have you read that passage of scripture? Several times, Baba. Several times? Yes. Okay. Why I'm saying nothing can ever happen to you twice? Do you know that there is no way? Right now there is not even one person here. You cannot show me one scripture that you have read twice. You can't show me one scripture that you have read twice. There is not even one sermon of mine that you have listened to twice. You, you are no longer the same person. You are no longer the same person. The fact that you can read the verse that you read yesterday and you see something that you never saw yesterday, you, you, it can't be you that read it yesterday. Are you following this? This is why affliction will not come the second time. Because right now in this church, the people that I'm having today were not here last Sunday. What has happened from Sunday till today to you 
in what you have survived, there is a transformation of an individual, a complete change. I'm asking you a very simple question. How come you read a scripture four times and you get four different insights? After each insight, it becomes a different you. This is why I'm saying you cannot tell me that what has been happening to you has always been happening to you. Now acknowledge the changes. If a change is to okay right now and you make a decision and you say, okay, now I know why I've been a victim to most of the people. It is because of a good heart that I have not been able to manage properly. Already you have identified a problem. But a good heart is not a problem. It is their problem. So how do I manage that next time to avoid what? Abuse. Every experience that you have had, it has left you different. Do you agree with me? Uh, let's agree on that one first. Every experience that you had in the past has brought a change to you. It's either the change is an improvement or it's a downgrade, depending on how you respond to the happenings around you. Everything else in fire gets consumed, but the gold remains. Your reaction to situations. Number one, your understanding of peace. Go back to the drawing board and redefine peace. Less, it is peace that is happening. But because of your wrong definition of peace, you think it is chaos. Why is it that for there to be peace, there is need for war? Because light should always be called out of darkness. Ah. What is peace? In case when he told you that I give you peace, he gave it to you, but you don't know what it is. What is peace? According, what is violence? When you say there is violence happening in my marriage, what is violence? <laughs> what really is violence?
when war comes to an end, it is time for peace. It is time for peace because there is another invisible war that you cannot see, which is responsible of the keeping of the peace. This is why after war, soldiers were not dismissed. The, the, the keeping of peace that you created because of war, that keeping of peace is another form of war. It doesn't matter there is no peace. You know, Abel, Cain was the tiller of the ground and Abel was the keeper of the sheep. Sheep, very cow, very tender, but they needed a keeper. Keeping sheep from what? So even this peace that you have, the sheep that you have, knowing how to keep it. Adam was put in the garden to keep it and to till it. Keeping the garden from what? Keeping your peace from who? Know the enemies, know what feeds on your sheep. It doesn't matter those creatures are relatives. You must know them. It doesn't matter. Those creatures are friends. Church members. You must know what survives on your sheep. They know how to keep your sheep. Sheep they are so gentle, they rely on your ability to protect them. Your peace is so fragile. Now you have a list of people, you, have, you understand them by character, by approach. You, you, when somebody comes to you now, even if somebody comes and a guy is interested, the way they approach, it's, it's like they, are, they have come from the same school. Persecutors, That's true, persecutors, they seem to be now. Now you are a knowledgeable person. You are an educated individual. You have come from the school of abuse and you have read every line in the book and you know how they pretend. You can't be deceived again. You are a different person. Very true, Baba. So what you need to start doing now, going forward, is to know how to keep the sheep, keep the garden, keep the peace, and expand, enlarge your territory. How do I grow this personal peace that I have into giving it to other people? I have it personally. I have it. It's in me. There is nothing that can ever happen to you. There is nothing. That can your definition of peace, my sister. I'm closing this one. Your definition of peace, expand it. It's too small. 
it's bigger. It gets into territories where even violence is taking place. Peace is not just here. It gets into places of violence. It's bigger than what you see. Take it further. Take it beyond. Expand it. Even in, in situations where you think I'm not comfortable here, look again. Look at what the situation is doing to you in terms of purifying you and making you better. You know all that everything works together for good. Even, yes, notice I'm not, I'm giving her peace, not by giving her peace, but, just, but I'm just opening up your awareness to the peace that you already have is there in you. So start working on that, grow it, nurture it, cultivate it, and you say, what is it that I would want to get from other people that I cannot give to myself? If I'm blaming everyone else for not giving me peace, have I been able to give myself enough peace? Am I, do I feel peace alone? And you start from there. Do I feel, do I have enough peace for my little city, my body? Work on it until you are so confident, you are so sure of the presence of peace on you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they say to the king, God will deliver us from your hands. And even if he doesn't, we will not bow down. If what do they say? it be so, our what? God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. Uh-huh. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. He will but, deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But, but if not, if not, be he's not, it known unto he's, thee. By saying if not, he is not saying God cannot. He is saying according to you, O king, your definition of deliverance. So he's saying, even if, number one, he will deliver us from fire, even if we are to be burnt, still would have been delivered from your hand. You will no longer have access to us. This harassment will come to an end. It is still deliverance. So they took the definition of deliverance to another scope. So peace is what is happening to you right now, my sister. I All right. Receive, prophet, I yes, you are free. Enjoy your peace. Thank you. Enjoy Thank your you, peace. Baba. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You may be seated. Give me anyone else with a scripture. I'm grateful for the opportunity to ask before you, my father. My verse is coming from um, part of the Bible where it says, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. And I would like to, I desire to experience newness of life. Okay, you are born again, right? Yes. Okay, let's read it. <laughs> Therefore, it if, is, 
any man give us uh-huh. First, second. 2 Corinthians 5.17 uh-huh. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So, from what you're saying, wanting to experience a new life, that's something that, yes, from another perspective, I can say it has happened to you, but from a deeper, which call it, from a deeper understanding of the word of God, you will not experience a new life. Even if that scripture is saying, if a man be in Christ, is a new what? creation or new creature. You, you, can, you, will not, you will not get to a point where you can fully say that I'm having an experience of newness. If you are really new. The one to have that experience is an older version of you, which you are not. Your problem is you want to feel it. You want to feel the newness. <laughs> Yet when you were that old person, it wasn't a new experience. It was a feeling. It was just you. New is you. You are that. You are not to feel it because you are it. No, no pain feels pain. In fact, you should be very concerned when you start to feel that newness. Worry about the person who is feeling that. He is not new. There's a comparison to the old. If a man, therefore, be in Christ, what is our theme? God be. God beings. If a man therefore be in Christ, it was written for the sake of our understanding. The way they wrote it, they wrote it so that you would understand. But once you have understood it, we have to go into deeper levels of understanding. That's why the Bible says, in his light we see light. In his light, we see light. So you get into his light, and then you see light. From this passage of scripture where a man is in Christ and is in a new creation, when you get there, you must see another light. Another light is, you are not even you. Another light is, 
it will be difficult for God to even believe you when you come here, my sister, and you are thanking God for forgiving you of all of the sins that you committed. God cannot even understand what you are saying. Because you have never sinned. You can be struggling with forgiveness, wanting God to forgive you. And forgiveness doesn't seem to come because there is no sinner there to be forgiven. Your understanding of your new existence, existence, the part of you that exists that doesn't exist, and the part of you that is in existence because of existence. If a man, it's a name, a man is a person. If that one is to be in Christ, he gets dissolved. The man gets dissolved. But I will tell you what will remain. Because after you are born again and everything has become you, Still people are coming after you. They are reminding of the things that you did. And if you had borrowed money, still the bank will come after you after you are born. You, you can't even take your baptismal certificate into the bank and say, <laughs> everything has become you. No. What goes after you, the thing that I've seen more powerful, things that will follow you in your journey with God, like I've said before, your blood, there's a point where you have to really terminate your links with the blood. And you start surviving on the blood which is of Christ, which is his life, the life of God. And then what goes beyond the blood? Wrong thoughts, imaginations, wrong thinking, wrong ideas. That one will take you further. So those are things that are going to contend with you in your journey of newness. You want to feel new. Why? Because you want to be born according to, you want your newness to be psychological. You want to sense newness. Yet anything new doesn't know it is new. A car that you buy, new. It's you. The old guy that has bought a new car that knows that this car, the car doesn't know. All that the car knows is self. If you want to go by feelings, 
one day you will be happy and the following day you will lose your peace. Because your feelings and your soul is not consistent. You must learn to live above feelings. Live in the knowing. 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 When I feel like God has left me, because a feeling like that can come. And you feel abandoned, you feel neglected, you feel like God is in a hurry to help other people but you. It's a feeling. But what have you known about the consistency of God when he said, I will neither leave you nor forsake you? That understanding should stand out above any feeling that comes to contradict the presence of God. That's how I've been able to live my life victoriously. Even if you perceive it to be a defeat, it is their understanding of what a defeat is which is inferior to my understanding of what a defeat is. Even when you, are, when you feel you are defeated, it could be the world defining the event for you, in you, from you. And I've told you before, Jesus is the one who died during the conflict and he's the most victorious. The one who survived the devil is the defeated. So how do you, how do you, how do you explain defeat? Where you think, I mean of God, I'm a new creature, but things are still... Now, even where you think you're being defeated, your understanding of what defeat is. So we are working on your mindset. Your mindset. When your mind is renewed, it's easy for me now to come your way and change your world by changing you. I can change everything, can become you. Everything. Not when we have dealt with everything, but if we are to deal with your perspective, the glasses through which you see the world, if we are to change, we give you black glasses, everything will become darker. We give you red, everything will become red. We give you yellow glasses, everything will turn yellow. Is the world changing? No. Simply by removing glasses and you put on a different pair, you see you can change things around you by working on your perspective, your view of life. What you think, what, what you think are problems, just seek to understand what they are. 
everything around you can change and everything can become new simply because of your position. If you are to change your position of view, how you see and you interpret life's events, if that is to be adjusted to, it, to the degree called eternity, you fine-tune it, and you see creation at the level of the creator, not see creation as creation, you being part of it, no. Seeing creation as their creator. And having the eyes of God and the mind of God to process what you see. You will notice that most of your problems, things that you think are old, will start becoming new. So imagine, I'm not going to struggle with the universe to pray for the sun to dim. I look for dark glasses. And I stop fighting with the universe. I change myself. And you let it be. You let your husband be. You let your wife be. Your desire for her complexion to change. His complexion to change. Now, now you know he is light because of your vision. He is dark because of your vision. He is a problem because of your understanding. You change your glasses. You look at him again, <laughs> everything becomes new. When you are new, everything. Ah, but I go back and I can still see the problem that I used to have before. It's no longer the same problem. It's a new problem. You see people, when it's raining, they know they can't stop it from raining. They bring out what? The umbrellas. Let nature be. They put on rain coats. Let nature be. Outside, it's hot. They get into their cars. They manipulate their environment in the car. Because with your environment, you can do whatever. There is something. The aircon cannot go as far as cooling the entire globe. So you know your capacity. I'm the most important person in my life. So you fine-tune yourself to the right degree. So that being in the world that is burning so hot, you are cool inside. Cool. So cool. Same situation, same place, same venue. Jesus is sleeping. Look at what Peter is doing. In the boat. 
their definition of chaos and peace is different. How do you come to church and you sit there and you know that your, your case is coming in the court? And your lawyer doesn't even know how to give you comfort. He's not a peace giver. There are people like that in every profession. A man of God who doesn't know what to say. There are doctors, they just don't know what to say. They don't even, doctors, most doctors, they don't even realize how important their speech is. How they introduce themselves, how they talk to me about me. They don't even know. They just look at you, touch you, and say, like, this is cancer. <laughs> it doesn't care. They've seen a lot of it. They've seen a lot of that. They don't even care. They have stayed for too long in that environment. To them, there is no need for me to even nicely talk to you about it. Hmm? That's why you see these guys working in mortuary. They are drinking coffee. <laughs> so what I'm saying is you simply have to Work on your perspective, your understanding, your mindset. A misinterpretation of events is the reason why you think, even after you are born again, th things are still old. Adjust your vision, adjust your sight. And you go back to the same guy you would think he has improved, but there is no improvement. You go back to the same wife, you think she has changed, yet, lo and behold, she's the same. This thing, if you are going to forget everything else, please leave this building today with this understanding. If I'm to work on myself and I become better than everything around me, will change. Thank you so much, Middlefoot. You know what, my sister, this message with some people when they are devastated, they don't like this kind of a message because people, we are good at always wanting to correct problems externally. It must be somebody else out there, a situation out there. But that, that, that's not an advantage. The advantage is when everything goes back to you. You might feel like you're blaming yourself, but at the end of the day, you have given yourself the power 
to change everything that is external. If it's you, if you say it's me, if you say it's me, I got myself into this. And some other people are coming, they're trying to also bring in other people, but your mother, but your father, and you say, I, I believe there are people that are living a good life today that have had worse parents than mine. So I'm involved somewhere, somehow. So if things are ever going to change over there, there must be a change first over here. My perspective to life. I'm not going to be sad because of whatever you are going to do to me because I have to agree with you before I become sad. Now the power has been restored back to me. It's a reclamation of a territory that I once lost. I thought people were doing this to me, but I was doing that to myself. It's up to me to be sad. Let them talk about you. So what? So what? If you tell a doctor, this my leg is numb, I can't even feel it. <laughs> One of these days he's going to bring a syringe, a needle in the pocket. So he'll be talking to you, facing you like this, and then he just pricks you. Or he pinches you. Just to find out. Just to, are you sure? Sometimes they bring like a, a little hammer. Co, co, co. They are knocking on the way. <laughs> and you see your leg moving like this. And they are wondering, ah, but you say, dear. They keep doing that to you because you have given them a reaction. You are reacting. When they talk, you react. When they insult you, you react. Hmm? Change the way you see. I, was, I once gave you this example before. I'll give it again for the sake of some of you that are coming for the first time. One guy, he was a very successful business person, making a lot of money, working for a big organization. He was a millionaire. And the other guy, was broke, staying under the bridge, smoking weed. And these two guys were brothers, coming from the same parents, and both were interviewed. How come you had a father who was wretched, who was that drunk every time, and you became a millionaire? He said, I saw, I looked at my father and I said, I wouldn't want my life to be like that. That's why I worked so hard to avoid that. The other one who was under the bridge, who was poor, he said, my father was broke. I'm in this state because my father 
God did not give me the right father. I didn't have what it takes to make it in life. Yet both Absalom and Solomon, they share the same father. Judas and Peter, they share the same mentor, Jesus. Demas, Timothy, they share the same father, Paul. Yet Paul says, Demas left me. It's up to you to decide. Don't allow circumstances to define you. Define them. So my sister, you are new. That's why you can feel it. Thank you. Thank you so much, man of God. Thank you for the wisdom. All right. Two more people or last one? Thank you, prophet. You give me the verse. Uh, Genesis 28, verse 12. 28, but verse number 12. In, in your vision, you say it. You have to come to people like us and we will tell you what you are seeing, which is the mystery of the Lord. Uh, prophet, I want a family, I want a wife, I want a child. Even if so, prophet, I want prophet, I want a family. I have suffered enough. I want a wife, I want a child, I want a job. Is all that in chapter 28? <laughs> no, it's just me adding, adding to, your, to your scripture. But it's what you said. It's what you said. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Let's read it, okay. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder mm. set up on the earth. Mm -hmm. This is Jacob, right? The ladder was set up where? On the earth. Uh -huh. And the top of it reached to heaven. Yes. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending Ooh. on it. Women. The angels of God. The wife. The angels of God. So, okay, let's, let's, let's forget about that one for now. Because you're not kapinda over this of... But kuana... Kuana mkazi... Why are you raising your hand? Your father. 
Haruda mkazi. Mkazi. Wanze wife. Wife. Yeah, not mkazi wife. Wife. Is it that difficult for a man to find a wife? That it is for a woman to find a man? My brother, if you try to decipher the tone, hmm? you will hear complaints from women that are here. They are wondering. They are wondering, where are you looking for that wife? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll take the next question. Shamar, after service, Yanas. After service, please go to the gate. Wherever you like, propose and go and marry. Hands you through Sarabana there, there is youth outside there, so just go there and find one. Do <laughs> two weeks if I don't go one. I'm giving you two weeks, you should find somebody to marry. In Go and find. I know what you want me to do. You 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 want God to to do it for you. But the ladder was set up from the earth to the heavens. Whatever you bind here shall be bound. You initiate, do it here. Start it. And the angels will descend and ascend on it. Start it. All I want you people to understand is <clears throat> seek to be the right guy for that person. That's it. That's it. You can't be running away from problems. It is always another problem that you will find. You are not designed by God to be running away from problems. Hmm? There's a man in the Bible who said, looking at himself, Nehemiah, he said, do I look like a man who should be running? Can you, can, you, can you send a warning to a man like myself and expect me to run? So in trying to run from problems, you will marry, and then after you marry, you will marry, and after you marry, you will marry. You keep, that will become an occupation. You will just be... And we will call you Mary very soon. Let's not, let's not make it difficult for each other in marriages. 
let's be realistic. Please, <laughs> let your demands and your expectations be realistic. Be sober. Hmm? Hey, it's too much. What you need to understand is that this, that, that person is a life. It's, it's another life. Come on. Don't expect too much. Your understanding of marriage has to improve. Then your marital problems will start disappearing. Your understanding. Your, how do you define a good wife? I've said this before. Some other people, they say, she has to be cooking for me. In the United States of America, in most houses, I'm telling you, majority of the houses you get in there, there is no pot. It's a lifestyle. You go out. Restaurants are just... That's it. No cooking in the house. You can be married to, for years. You have never tasted a, a, a food. So you carry your definition from Africa here. We... Our definitions are wrong. Shejin zimukadz. Uyindalon zimukadz. Uyumukadz. Wife for your wife. Sazarenge chitata munga uda. Uyindalon zichi. Because hago na kubika. Call your wife. Wagaini erita definition. Yemukadz. From a wrong school. Got a definition of a wife from a wrong school. He went to an old school, school of ancestors. So I could say, "If you know, she knows the mukazi. Now we have learned that a cook is called a chef. There's a difference between a chef and a wife. <laughs> Personally, because to me, food is not a subject. I wouldn't want a wife that all she knows to do is cooking. I have no hunger in that area. She can cook all she likes. She cooks very, very well. But it's not even a subject. But you, you know if food is your commitment. And you feel the assignment is upon you. <laughs> then you really need somebody who is dedicated towards making sure that. But you can always have other people coming to do all those things. What is it, even every woman here, every married, they know what is it that you can hire other people to come and give to your husband? How many things? It's almost everything else except one. Why? 
Because everything else cannot define a wife. That's why you can hire people to come and do laundry, clean the house, and not clean your husband. <laughs> when you get to that one thing, then you must have an understanding of that one area so that you become a master. Then from there, don't say, I am an expert in that area. No, you must also understand what goes into that. You must understand because if your definition of sex is limited to the bedroom and the bed and the mattress, then, then it's shallow. It's shallow. There are many other things that are sexual. before you get sexual. Because this person on top of me, his identity doesn't have to be questionable. She needs to know who is this. If that is not clear, even what you are doing there, it's not clear. You are sweating, of course. You are sweating, <laughs> but it's not clear. Let's have a proper question, a proper, proper question. Thank you, Father. We have got a question from the overflow. Thank you, my Father. Final spiritual link, Ramagatumira, Rakanzi, 2 Kings 2, verse 14. There's a script, there's a spiritual link that you sent uh, from 2 uh, Kings. There has to be a moment of decision-making to drop your life and pick up the life of the Father. The River Jordan has a way of knowing that it is no longer you who wants to cross it when you put on the jacket of your Father. My question, my Father, is can I pick up your jacket in terms of my finances so that when I do business, the River Jordan knows it's no longer I putting my jacket, but I'll be having my father's jacket that I'll be using in the marketplace. Thank you. All right. Will you appreciate the jacket working for you even on this other side of the river, Jordan. Because the parting of the river Jordan is not all that the jacket knows to do. Because if your understanding of the power of the jacket has to do with the parting of the, then you have to go overseas and flourish there. But I'm saying, before you cross the river, 
Jordan by the use of the jacket. Are you aware of your place of assignment before you even bother the river with your mantle? Is your assignment on the other side of the river, which is in Jericho, or it's over here? It means then that your jacket might work differently though it is still the same mantle, the same mantle and the same power, but working in a different environment. Are you anointed for there or are you anointed for here? Lest you seek to cross first and you enter into a region where you have no assignment and the jacket stops working there. Whoever gives you an anointing must give you an outline or a manual on how that anointing is going to work and the location. Where are you assigned by God? And if I'm to anoint you, give you the grace you must be able to identify your place of effectiveness where God has called you to be. And you have to be anointed for that geographical territory. The anointing has to work according to your calling. You can ask the manufacturer of vehicles to tailor-made, design it according to you. But things that you make sure, you might say remove that, remove that, but you would say make sure mine doesn't have wheels, otherwise you're not going anywhere. There are things that you change. When you receive an anointing from a man of God, you might find that anointing working with you differently. There are slight changes. Because anointing flows through character. You give, you transfer, you impart your personality into the anointing. When the anointing flows, it will have you. There will always be you in the anointing that you demonstrate. There is always you. That's the problem with most people. When you see a man of God who is healing the sick in a certain style, which has nothing to do with the power of healing, people, they go on and they copy the style. And yet the power is being transported by a personality which has nothing to do with the healing. I gave you an example. 
the king is being afflicted by an evil spirit and David was invited and whilst he is playing, demons were coming out. Okay? Was it in the song? Was it in the keys? If it was in the harp, they would have taken the harp from David and not give David yes. access into yes. the palace. Yes. They would have taken it and played it themselves. So what was casting out demons was the person. The character is you exhibit your gift. Your personality transports the anointing. And you are setting free people not just by the gift, your venture, your business, your person in the business. This is why I can run a business in a certain way and then I give you an anointing, and then you use that anointing to run a business that is completely different. Yours might give you problems. Mine is not giving me problems. It is the same anointing. Why? Two different characters. Two different characters. There is always your personality that we will see in your use of the jacket, the way Elijah hit the waters might be different from the way some of you, when you now come and it's your turn. <laughs> the style will be different. <laughs> and everyone might think that's how the jacket is what? used. So you can have the same grace that I have, but the way that you are going to run a business is going to be different. And you think, my father never gave it to me. Why, why is he not really anointing me for this business? No. You have the same anointing that I have, but your personality is interfering with the anointing where the anointing tells you to slow down your personality, your rev counter, <laughs> your throttle is higher. So you need to start to make adjustments in terms of your character, making sure that you align with the anointing, the demands of the anointing. Because the anointing, that anointing will tell you when something is about to go wrong and it tells you to slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, cancel that meeting. Don't meet that person today. Meet him on Friday. Don't meet him. And then he proposes, let's meet on Sunday and you know. And you say, no. Let's meet on Monday. No, I'm free on Sunday. Let's meet, let's meet on Monday. If it's Sunday, let it be evening. Because you know that you have got your place, your reservoir of knowledge. You, you cannot miss that moment. And you come for service and you'll be guided as if the prophet knows that you're going to have a meeting. <laughs> so you are adjusting your personality to suit the demands of the jacket. And 
Mantles are easy. Mantles can fall. People can pick mantles. People have been to conferences where there was a touch, 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 touch. You see, that, that's another one. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> but when, when she's carried outside and she's done doing everything, rolling, she has to wake up now. And the work is on what? On character. Because the power, she got it. It's now there. But it will start to instruct her now. Raise your personality, your character to the standard of that spirit that you have received. Which becomes a, a problem. You will always be feeling that old man, like my sister asked. You always, there's that old guy who used to do things the old-fashioned way. That old character, that behavior, that nature, which is not consistent with professionalism, it will always come. It will always come. You have a gift. You seem to have a grace of just seeing shortcuts. It always comes when you, you always see shortcuts. <laughs> but that anointing will demand that you wait. And it is during that waiting period that the anointing will guide you into areas of insight so that your counsel is sufficient before you can make a decision. God will guide you. That mantle will lead you to another mantle in form of a book, in form of a script, in form of a magazine, in form of a television channel. It will be that mantle working in you. Before you see money in terms of cash, you will meet money in terms of people. Naturing you, preparing you for the businesswoman that you want to be. Because that businesswoman that you want to be, like my sister has been asking from the overflow, that businesswoman that you want to be, you are that. Thank you, Baba. You are what you desire to become. She's she is there. In fact, she's the one that asked that business question. But the problem with that businesswoman in you, she's, she's outnumbered by several other women of different nature. There is more to you than just that businesswoman. There is another woman that prefers doing things differently. And overpowering that one is the struggle. So there must be an election. And you identify 
an individual part of you that you desire exalted and everyone else, I'm talking of your different traits and manifestations, they must all vote for one individual to rise, to say, now I want to be the king of Israel. But there is a boy in me that knows how to go after donkeys. That behavior is going to bring you down, even if you had to become a king and you don't know how to silence that little boy. You will be a great man of God, a big business, but behaving like you don't know what you're doing. So there must be an appointment officially of a personality that you desire promoted. And you say, I want. that's why people, okay, how many subjects did you do? If you, have, if you are going to have a certificate now, but look at the number of subjects that you did. Some of them had nothing to do over periods. But there was supposed to be an election of a specific area where everything else paves way for one thing to stand out. And then it has to get support. What do you really want to become? What is it that has been challenged? Everything in your life? else must be willing to support that. Doesn't the Bible say, Who unto a nation if its king is young? Doesn't the Bible say that? Who unto the nation if the king is young? What does he say? There is promotion, but character is not consistent with that elevation. Woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child. But the question, yes, put it over there. Ecclesiastes 10.16. Woe unto the land if thy king, the king is, is a child. Is a child. What is that? It becomes a problem of the land when the king. But the question is, how did he become a king? We thought if he was a child, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't even become a king. Yet circumstances can allow people to rise into prominence with the hope that they will then upgrade themselves to their level of promotion. But most people they start to neglect So it means everything is okay since I've become a what? A king. And yet sometimes you can become a king so that you work on other areas. How did this one become a king if he was young? Because there is room for you to grow. Having acquired already a position. So it is the upgrade because now you see even Arimambo I'm saying even if that child is a king. There is that childish nature in the king that will keep frustrating the decisions of the king. But isn't that one person? It's one person. So look at the occupation. He's a king. Look at the personality. The child. 
as a child. And this thing, should, you should take it as far as, not just business, as far as marriage. As far as ministry, even as a minister, God gives you grace to function, but you must understand that even your age in ministry will affect the flow of the power. There are things that you are going to do, and people must be lenient with you. People must be taught on how to accommodate you during your time of growth, even as a man of God. But, but the church is not trained. They, they have no time. They, they, they are gifted men of God, but they are still coming up in terms of their personalities. And they make a lot of mistakes. And you might end up even doubting the power that he carries. The jacket is from Elijah. It's an authentic mantle on an authentic anointing, but there is still work that needs to be done in terms of the person. Because anointing, anointing is what has been put. That's the anointing. But what you put the anointing on is the personality. But church, unfortunately, in our dispensation, they are not giving childish preachers, childish men of God, an opportunity to grow. And the problem also with those that are looking up to childish preachers, they copy everything, the preaching, the style, the flow of the anointing, together with the childish character. So notice, my sister, I'm not just helping you in terms of business, even in terms of ministry, I'm helping other ministers. In terms of marriage, know it for sure. If you are going to get married to a person and the person is young, you are going to have problems, challenges. You must be patient enough to work your way towards growth. And when you get to growth, you won't find growth. You will still see another space, another room for you to grow. But most people, because they think what they are having is a spirit of anti-marriage by wife, the way she's behaving. How old is your wife, say? How old is your wife? Age is a disease which only years can cure. Yes, there's nothing you can do. If you get here young and fresh. <laughs> and you think I'm going to mentor her and raise her up, you become a professor. It's not a marriage that you're trying to establish. It's an educational institution. <laughs> Just open a college somewhere. There are people looking forward to marrying now. You were married before. 
but you saw some problems. And because divorces happened, I think it's another thing for us to teach again. But the problem is when you look forward again to marry, usually you don't, <laughs> you are not looking for somebody at your level in terms of understanding. You would have gone through different marital experiences and when that marriage breaks down, you start looking down to people that have never had any experience and you expect no problems. <laughs> she will make me, she, she's going to make mistakes like you sit there watching her like you're watching a television and you're wondering, what is she thinking? Because you had your time and your chance to grow in this thing. She never had that opportunity. So age is going to work like an evil spirit in your marriage. Woe unto the marriage if the participants are children. <clears throat> Work on character. The jacket is okay, my sister. Apart from getting the jacket from the man of God, study his character. Pick that up. If it was my mentor in this situation, what was he going to do? What was he going to do? I asked a certain gentleman, a pastor who had come for counseling, and I gave him a very disturbing, I gave him a very disturbing illustration. I knew it was disturbing because I didn't want him to forget it. And I asked him, I said, do you think if I'd married your wife, I was going to divorce you? He with you. I'm not going I tweet, you were never going to. He said, with you, she will only be straight. And I said, where have you seen me straight? Apart from that, but you, I know you have what it takes to handle her. And I said to him, then, should you not seek to become like me. Do you think she would give me those problems that she's giving to you? He said, I don't think so. I said, so who are you? What are you? You have just told me that if, without changing anything on her, we remove you, we replace you. It becomes a different union. This thing, you must understand. How old are you? How old is he? How old is she? I'm not talking about years, I'm talking about maturity.
maturity. This becomes the only contradiction that you are going to have between the mantle and the career of the mantle. The jacket is awesome, but the personality carrying the mantle is weak. Weak. Elijah knew that he wasn't going to be needing that jacket in heaven, but he wasn't ready to give it. Why was he so strict, still wanting to hold on to the jacket? He wanted a guy who has qualified himself in terms of personality, persistency, keeping on following. Then he said, if you see me, I will give you juice or fake. And Elijah had to take him through places. As you know, Elijah would mingle, Elijah would get into groups of other guys of his age so that he is influenced by people of his age to remain. And the next time Elijah emerges on the other side, he will look back and he would see only one guy still following. You go and do your study and you find out When Paul is crying that Demas left Yes. Paul had to pass through the beach with his team. That's where he lost some of his followers. Green. <laughs> Go and start the way he left. The guy saw that. He said to Paul, I feel God is awake for me. <laughs> That's exactly what Elijah was trying to verify, taking Elijah through different areas where he would meet with people of his age who were sharpening the prophetic. Elijah was no longer prophesying anything yet he kept on walking he kept on following I'll give you last example Ruth had a choice Opa was of her age they were supposed to understand each other and agree to think about a girl that young, that beautiful, what is there to admire on Naomi? 
What is there to keep on following, keep on pursuing Naomi? She's old, she has lost everything, and she can't even give birth. Such a girl, what is there to admire? Character now. That's what you keep on following. How does he do? I know what he uses is the anointing, but the personality. Work on your personality. <laughs> Whatever comes to you, what the devil is dangling before you <laughs> in terms of advertisements, desires of the flesh. <laughs> Look at it. If it's a cigarette, you're asking yourself, why is it my mentor doesn't take this? If it's a drug, why is it my mentor doesn't take this? If it's another life, if it's a woman that is not your woman, why isn't my mentor taking this? At that point, you're working on your character. Now, but if you see it and you feel like you desire it, it doesn't mean that you're different from your mentor. Who told you he doesn't desire that? That's your misunderstanding, even of the character that you want to copy. Whatever you see is attractive. You think you have been defeated at the point of attraction. No. If it's attractive, don't say, how come it's not attractive to my mentor? Who told you it's not attractive to your mentor? So you are desiring like he desires it. But the overcoming power. Mm. I understand you sometimes when you are in a hurry to make money. I understand where that comes from also. I understand where that comes from. When you have nothing else in your hands, when you are desperate to meet some bills and you have to make a decision, you overlook certain information that is coming from the source of wisdom. You, you do it knowing what I'm doing is wrong. I'm cutting corners. Why? Because you're hungry. This is why when you get a job, it's not a sign that you're cursed. You must establish a stable source of income where you know that you are being well fed while you're thinking of your way forward. When you're going to... Yes...
Yes, yes. You, you. Yeah. It is believed that 90 to 95% of my businesses are no flop. Some they say 80%. But also it is believed that 99% of those businesses that would then flop. They've been trying to find reasons why. It, is, it was then believed that most of those people They were once employees. And after they left their jobs, that mentality never left them of an employee. And when you have to start a business without a renewal of the mind where you have to go through a business baptism, where you are granted a lordship anointing, an anointing to own, that business is going to struggle. <laughs> and they failed. Yeah. It's one thing for the business to fail. It's another for you to fail. The moment you make your business you, if you are one with your business, the day it fails, it becomes your failure. Your business is your business. You is you. So that when it fails, it is the failure of what you were doing and not your failure. And then you are left with more knowledge, more information, so you can't say the business never gave me anything. If you were there to learn, my brother, my sister, you can't run a business even for 20 minutes and you are left with no profit. Learn from those experiences. When God blesses you enough, you must always have enough money that you set aside, even for thieves that are going to steal from you. Make room for that. Redefine your understanding of things. The money that you think you lost, you know. It was school fees that you paid. School fees. I've tried several businesses, they were failing. No, the proper business that you need to eventually do required that you start with those other businesses, qualifying yourself for that particular business.
you are now much more qualified for that higher position, having failed, even if you were to say that you failed, having failed, you are better off. Mm. Now you are going to start that big business without knowledge, without experience, because failure is an experience, success is an experience. But you are going to start that business at that magnitude, being a king who is a child with no experience. Who unto that business? Who unto the land? So you needed that experience. Don't beat yourself down and say, whatever I do doesn't flourish. Whatever I'm doing. How many things have you done growing up that you've since left? But all those things were part of your growth. There are things that you said that you say, I will never say again. Why? Because you saw the repercussions of saying it. Had you not said it, you were never going to learn. How many times did you fall growing up? Huh? How many times did you fall riding a bicycle? Did you stop? The way that you are talking now, your language, we heard you loud and clear. Is that, is that how you used to talk before? There is a language that you started with. It was a business that brought you to this language now of clarity. So appreciate all those moments knowing that everything was working together for this good that I'm seeing happening now. So please, in conclusion on that one, I would want to encourage you people to please study behaviors. Study behaviors. If you get an anointing from a person, which is the unction or the ability, to achieve an assignment. That's the anointing. If you get it to a person, use that same anointing to probe into the personality of the giver of that anointing. You, you have to understudy me. How am I going to do that? Because I can't be following you from church to Chikwana too. <laughs> I told you that when an anointing is transmitted, it also carries the personality. And you will be told by the anointing, By the anointing, it will tell you when you when you when you when you hear when you feel I shouldn't be doing this. Who told you you shouldn't be doing that? If it is not the personality that came with the anointing, <laughs> the father is able to tell you after anointing his son. He anointed his son, Jacob, and he gave him the grace. He gave him the ability. But apart from that, he said, son, apart from my grace, go and marry over there. Apart from all this grace, when you now want to marry, I want you to go and marry over there. 
So what is he saying? He's saying this anointing, the blessing that I've given you, is only consistent with a certain breed of women. I've blessed you, my son, you now have it, but <laughs> so he went as far as advising his son. He's not only advising his son, he's telling his son the kind of environment in which that grace works. That with this, with all this anointing, if you miss it on a wife, you are going to look down upon your father and say he has not anointed you. And then the question would be, how come the anointing is not working? How come the grace is not there? It's there. But there is something else there. So whoever anoints you must guide you in terms of other choices that you are going to make so that you don't frustrate the blessing, the anointing that you have received. Ah. Are, you, are you following this? So that anointing that you have received, embedded within that anointing, there is information. It will communicate, the Bible declares, the anointing that you have received of him that dwells in you will teach you all things. The anointing that, the mantle, if it's not, if it's not teaching you, put it off. Any anointing that you receive must guide you. You know when you're about to heal the sick, the healing itself will teach you how. You will teach you how. And then, and then you will wonder, ah, but I, all I got was a touch and an impartation. But I didn't know how to do it. How? I didn't know. But how come the anointing is telling me how? It is because when the anointing came, there was the personality of the one that anointed you that accompanied the anointing. It will you will be told you will receive wisdom from a, a borrowed frequency. You will know it when you make there are decisions that you will make in life that you know. Up and this arena. Then up and I Buddha. You know it. I'm not the one who made this decision. If it was me, you know it. People can do all sorts of things to you, expecting you to bring the roof down. Then you package yourself and you exit. And after an hour, you are wondering, how did I, how did I pull that one out? Because I know me. And in that moment, you were being told on which personality to exhibit by the grace that you carry. So listening to what the anointing is telling you becomes key. There's no business that you cannot run with this anointing. Hmm? Yeah. There is no, hear me, there is no business that you cannot run. Some people might want, ah, but you can't be doing everything. I'm saying there is no business that you cannot run with this anointing. How about if you are not well versed in that area? This wisdom will tell you who to hire, who is versed. 
Last one. Last one. Oh, okay, it's enough. It's enough. I, it's enough. Isaiah 49, verse 24. <laughs> there is something that I want to understand. <laughs> this one, we can't stop you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, we'll just do it a few minutes, right? A few minutes. A yeah, few minutes, I promise. A few minutes. There is something that I want to understand about deliverance. deliverance. And also, I want this verse to be fulfilled in my life today. Okay. Because, because since we occupied our new house about four, almost four years ago, we are experiencing um, affliction from evil spirits because all of our house we are feeling and we are being straight we are hearing and feeling strange sounds from the house so my father I need deliverance today and I want also to understand the scripture about deliverance what does it say is it, is it, is it your house is it your house? Yes. Yes, I built it. But is it your house? Yes. Where you are being afflicted? Yes. I don't know. Help me, man. Yeah, what makes it your house? Okay, read it. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty mm -hmm. or the lawful captive delivered? Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the lawful captive. Or the lawful what? Captive. captive. Be delivered. Delivered. And the answer would be yes. That was the prophecy. Why you are making a reference to that passage of scripture, you are somehow thinking that It's lawful. Your captivity is lawful. You are believing that maybe you did something wrong. Or like demons have a right. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? What is the prey? Meat. So think of the mighty as a lion. Imagine taking meat from the mouth of a lion. That's what the scripture is. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Already he's telling you of the stature of the creature that has gotten its prey. It's mighty. But shall you take that meat? He's already answering you. You have allowed the lion to be mightier than your capacity to handle him. But if you are to become stronger and more powerful, yes, meat can be taken out of the jaws of the mighty. Your house can be repossessed, can be taken back out of the jaws of the mighty. But you have allowed the strong men 
to remain stronger than you. Instead of working on your capacity to overpower him, you are busy observing what he is doing in your house. I don't want a situation where you say, we are hearing sounds. We are being tormented. We, we, we. I would want something that is personal. Are you also hearing the sounds? Are you also having the same afflictions so that I help you not to seek to deliver your house as in the building that you have left home? I'm talking about you being the house, you being the temple of God that requires deliverance. Sounds in what sense? Because sounds, there is no place where there is no sound. Um, Yes, I have to address that. Because you will see very soon that if these people have a certain ability to hear things, even if we are to relocate them, they will still carry that ability. If it's in them to hear, and it's not in the place, (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true, my father. Even myself, I can, I, I can hear them. You hear those I, things? Yeah, I can feel strange the things moving around my body. Your body? Yes. Uh, let's talk about the house. <laughs> uh, prophet, my father. Let's talk about things that are happening in your house. At home, like in the ceiling, you can feel things moving in the ceiling and the sounds on top of the, of the roof. Arufungad Makonza. I love you, they think they are rats. They get the Batango Abfunza. You are not for what Asma Konza and it. Asma Konza and it. They are not rats, right? Ah, uh, no, they are not. Because even if you observe, on the windows or in the kitchen or everywhere, you will not see anything. Okay. <laughs> so I'm so, all right. Zinu, Zinu, Famba, Busiling, and what else? So these are things that move in the ceiling. Is there something else apart from that? Yeah, even on the floors, you, even if you are seated, you can feel there are creatures that are moving around. Even your son can tell these like, strange creatures biting them. I don't like mosquito, but you can't see the mosquitoes. It would be like they are being bitten by mosquitoes, but... Uh, not like everyone. Sorry? Not like everyone. Sorry? I'm saying. Is it like all of you will be being beaten not or everyone, just you? But not you, like one of my sons, the second from last one, even myself, I can feel them. Okay. Like you are being, there's mosquitoes, but you can't see the mosquitoes. And yet, at the same time, you are saying there are, there are times when you also feel that in your body, even yeah. away, away from your house. 
Yeah, if in here, I, sometimes you can feel there's something moving around my body. So you see the problem is not at home, right? The problem is not at home, no matter how many people are feeling that they are coming from you. You are one. Right now he's so confident because he's saying, I built the house. Had you bought the house, you're going to suspect the previous owner. So you would keep on going and going, trying to find an external problem. Yet the problem is what? The problem that I see most of you people having is not knowing what to do to grow spiritually. Spirit, spirit is what you are, but growth. If I'm to ask anyone here, what are you really supposed to do in order for you to grow? Spiritually, There's a reason why. Because everyone agrees with me that we, in, in the spirit you need to grow. And it's a need for you to grow. But why? Why should you grow? If it is not because of this situation where you have the mighty in possession of your prey. What are you doing? to grow spiritually and what are you doing to not grow spiritually growing spiritually requires that you do something and not growing spiritually requires that you also do something there is something that you are doing to not grow and you are doing you might not be aware, yet you are doing it. You can't be having a problem in your house, and you are calling it my house. If those spirits, if, if you are to believe those are, those are spirits coming into your house, if those spirits were really person, personalities, somebody who carries his bag and he comes into your house and he says, I've come to stay, you would have reported the person to the police. You would have chased the person out of the house. But these ones you cannot because you don't have what it takes. To move spirits out of territories. That is, if these spirits are occupying a physical structure, but the issue is you were occupied first before you sought to occupy a house. You allowed that occupation to happen. So now if they are to come into your house and they do whatever, they are moving in your body the same way they are moving in the ceiling. You can't stop them from there, from doing it in your house when you have allowed them to make you their playground. 
next time you say my house do whatever it takes to make sure it's your house when you say it's my body Ida wa gumbo gumbo rikasheka kuda izvo riga zvo zvataona zvichitwa pana pane you go and you report it to the doctor because you are saying no 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 i'm not doing that yet it's my body i must be the one doing that but i'm not because it's your body so you can't have strange activities in your house that you are not in control of and you call it your house you report the matter either to a man of god or to you the man of god the man of god part of you must be consulted not the external prophet no the god in you must be invited so that the place gets sanitized in that power now you need to have it number one you need to feed it things are moving i'm hearing things i'm hearing things i'm, I'm hearing things If I were you, I would really sit down and study. What sort of an ability do I have? Is it a weakness? Is it a strength? What, what, what an ability that is. To be able to hear things and see things that other people cannot see before we categorize it as demons or supernatural activities, but the mere ability to hear. I'll tell you one thing, not saying that's your situation. I'll tell you one thing. When God wants to bring you to a certain level of hearing and understanding spiritual communications, it's not God that you will hear first. When God wants to bring you to a better place, where your sensitivity is heightened. And you are made to hear even God at a deeper level. When you are brought to that place of hearing God, it's not God that you hear first. <laughs> you 
when God is fine-tuning you so that you become the sharpest prophet ever. Your level of being sharp will not be measured by your ability to hear only what God is saying. But the amount of sound that you can have access to and their variety, the number not of God, the number of other things that you are capable of hearing apart from just God. The number of things, things that do not produce sound and you start hearing their sound. Things that do not possess flesh or physical bodies, but when they walk, you hear their footsteps. It's a realm of sensitivity. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Because you might think he's gifted, but uh, <clears throat> maybe it's a problem he's having. And yet when you are to develop well in the spirit, it should be possible for you to hear what they are saying in the village from here. Have you realized that when, when, when that is to happen, it's not God that you are hearing. They, you will be able to hear of your promotion at your workplace, not from God, as they discuss it. You are not hearing God. You are hearing by God. And God hears creatures in the ceiling. He hears everything. But if you are quick to call it a problem, then it becomes a problem because it has been made a problem by God. The God part of you has made it a problem. So even if it was a gift that was supposed to be nurtured carefully and we start helping you on how to keep on listening so you go beyond cockroaches and you go beyond rats and you go beyond hearing witches. Out of all of those voices, you are able to hear what God is saying. It is that same sensitivity that when it's developed well. But to start with, we have to agree. Is it a problem or is it not? That's where the problem is. Because we've made it a problem. It's a misunderstanding of a gift, of an ability to hear into the spirit.
Imagine one gentleman was standing over here some few days ago and he was talking about a dream. And he said, how can I see my mother? She's dead. And she's putting on a bracelet in my hand. And to him, that was a problem simply because the mother was what? Dead. And I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm saying it's now a problem because you as God, you have made it a what? A problem. And then I come with a superior understanding. And then I'm asking him, so your problem is not that you're having a dream, but seeing a mother who is dead. That's why you're having a problem. Then I'm asking him a question. Do you understand your positioning? Where are you dreaming that dream from? Because you are saying she's dead because now you are awake. But when you were dreaming, you were not here. What if you went back to the time when she was still alive? So as you were there, you were not seeing a dead mother because you traveled into her time of life. Because there's a time called the time of life. Abraham was told, I will come back to you in the time of life. You shall, you shall have a son. So you are not seeing a dead mother putting a bracelet. Because where the time the bracelet was put, she wasn't dead. But you are now aware that she's dead because now you are up. You are no longer dreaming. So what is making that dream a problem is your misunderstanding of your location when you were having that experience. It's not a dead mother. And then someone might say, but I don't, I don't remember her ever putting a bracelet. Then I, say, then I, would, I would still say, if it happened when you were, I'm just giving that as an example, if you were a month old, would you remember? No. But would your subconscious mind remember? Yes. And when God begins to tell you of what was done to you when you were a month old, you are seeing your mother putting that thing in your hand when you were young at a time you could not even see it, you could not even know it, and yet in your subconscious state, you were so alert. And your subconscious mind now is reminding you of an event that happened not after your mother was dead. She was still alive. So the problem that you are having is you are, you are, you are, you are dislocated from the reality. You are not seeing your dead mother in a dream if you are not aware of the calendar. Slowly, I saw him smiling, wondering. Yet, yet that was a problem before. But the problem is caused by a misunderstanding. And someone comes and he gives you understanding. So if I'm to say to you now, let's say I find you and you're having that problem of hearing things, things are moving everywhere, and then I deliver you 
and the demon comes out and then you still feel you still hear because I believe in the power I carry I will start to investigate further because what I removed was a demon but I cannot remove a gift so I will start to investigate further because I don't doubt the ability I, that I carry to deliver an individual. That's why I'm not quick to believe it's a demon. Because I know of my ability to deal with evil spirits. No matter what you say, no matter what you think, you take an evil spirit, you put all sorts of demons here. I know how to deal with them. I know all sorts of, go wherever if you take them from the moon under the water, you bring them here. If you have eyes, you see them saluting. They know I'm a big guy. All demons know that. They know that. So it is, I'm not saying this to break. I'm saying this to show you where I derive my knowledge from. That if I've, if I've delivered you from poverty, and I still see you poor. I'm no longer suspecting the same demon. You will see me coming with the issue of the conscious mind. Renewing of the mind. Because I know, because the, the, the one that I carry, if he sets people free, they are what? So we can verify this, and I know there could be situations where you could be having an evil spirit, and if you had to cast it out, it goes, and if you can no longer see, feel, hear after losing a demon, then you know it was that demon that was giving you sensitivity. But if the sensitivity continues, after losing a demon, <laughs> try to find out again. There could be an ability which is divine, which God himself is trying to communicate, and he helps you hear other things before you hear him. So it's not a problem. It doesn't take 20 years for us to find out if it's, you, all of us, we can sit down. Let me have someone, okay, the usher is there. Let's see, if it's an evil spirit, it will go. And then the thing will not, I don't need to, I don't need to pray for you, and then pray for your children and pray, no, 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 no. They all got it from you, if it's a problem. If it's a solution, they will all also get it. In Jesus' name, be free, be delivered. There is no demon there. Thank you, men of God. Thank you, men of God. So, now, remember the next stage. The first phase, now remember the next. I didn't start by praying for you and then I started explaining. No, I started by explaining, knowing.
Now start to investigate. You need a fine tuning. When you are, when you are a radio and you are not on the right note, your frequency is distorted. Whilst we are following on the English news, we start hearing Devel and Sean. There's a lot of interference. You need to straighten up in terms of lining up your character. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you misbehave, no. But your ability to control your eyes, okay? Your ability to control your eyes, it's a struggle. I'm not saying you are falling. You have been fighting this, controlling your eyes in terms of lust. And that has been a generational problem. So imagine that's where God wants to use you in the area of sight and yet that area has been hijacked. Hear me, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. You have been trying so hard to live a straightforward life in that area. Despite what the devil has done to make you misbehave. But what I'm saying is in trying to develop yourself spiritually, this is the thing that is taking away your ability to hear God. And it leaves you hearing other things. Okay? So work on that. Don't fall. No matter how they tempt you. Don't fall. Thank you, men of God. Thank you, men of God. So the more you work on that character and so on, you will start hearing other things that you will now enjoy. Not mosquitoes in the races and so on. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you may be seated. Let me say this last prayer for some of you. you may be seated. If you are having any pain in your body, it's your body but you are having problems in your body and you don't want to continue having such a problem. It's in your body. What's your problem? Yeah. Huh? It's a what? Chest problem, come. Father, there is, there is a similar problem again here, like one mentioned by my brother there. A chest problem also. It's got... Uh, Father, um, it's not a coincidence that is a, you've picked a chest problem again. I've been standing with this uh, brother of mine for some time. He's challenged his chest problem. He went to the doctor last week and they found that there's a mass in his lungs. Um, it's about three point something centimeters. Um, and he's worried by that. And he's come to talk to the healer that is here. He knows that the problem is Let's hear this one first. It comes out. The pain goes. Chest. Heal. Just watch what is happening. C 
simultaneously as the man of God was praying see, for you. Just watch out. See what is happening there. <coughs> Show us the other one. Father, as we were praying for this one. Who, who did, I, who did I pray for here? Man of God, you prayed for the man who is on the ground. How but, about that one? But simultaneously, man of God, as you were, as you were ministering on him, and that is that is what has happened. So keep on going, keep on going. How many people here have been healed from chest problems? Men of God, all chest problems have been healed. All chest problems right now have been healed. Thank you so much, men of God. Father, what what is coming out right now from the chest? Just watch. You didn't touch him. Look at that. And there's Camera blood coming out. out. Please, can you have a camera close and see what is happening out there? And Just by the stretching of one hand on one person, this is what is happening on him. And it's happening all over the auditorium, and it's also happening even to those that are watching online. There is power from this man of God, from our man of God. People of God, just watch what has happened this is incredible it's the, you must take ownership of your body take it back from the jaws of the mighty take your body back I don't want any one of you here to leave this place with an addiction. You need to have power, authority over that addiction. You see, all this is organized. The one that I prayed for is over here and God made sure this one, God is dealing with him from there. Why there? Even what you see coming out of his mouth. He did come out here. You were not going to see it. Here, on this carpet here. Compare these two places. You were never going to appreciate what you are appreciating. Is that all no, we can not, do? It's not a coincidence. Jesus. That's how God works. So had the power not touched him from there, I was going to invite him here. Yes. Being aware now of what God is doing, there is no disease in your body that can remain there forever. No. The God in us is more powerful much stronger. All th these demons put together, child of God, believe you me. If I want to spend my time just on this one, you, you know me now. Yes. Yes, we know you, our Father. We know you, but our healer. I'm spending a lot of time on the Word so that you can also demonstrate the same power. 
This ministry is not for people to come and see me do things and perform. No, I'm not a performer. It's a place of empowerment. Where you come and what you see me do straight away you can command evil spirits in your territory, in your house to check out and they check out. Now, you ask him of the relief, the openness, like there is a door that has just been opened. Now, it's an opening of a channel and then he's coming back with a testimony. All of these people are coming back with a testimony. Is that all this, we can do this, for Jesus, people of God? We can do better. Let's celebrate the power of God this? in this place. This is another case of yep. a chest problem, man of God. Same problem, but the healing has come through. Something is happening already. Something is happening already on here. <sighs> the Lord heals you, touches you. Watch what is happening. explain this how do you explain this you're free you're free you come back with your testimony you won't have this problem again it's gone what is it oh you are together man of okay God. okay you bring a testimony man of god this woman is saying when she goes to her periods she suffers be seated, a please, lot be seated of... please be seated be seated we are, we are i know you want to go home now you want to go and eat. <laughs> Father. <laughs> Father, she says when she goes to a, when she goes to her periods, she brings out lumps, very big lumps, come, and it's come. so painful. Come, and and even in her back, if you see, she says she actually moves with pampas sometimes because the pain is too. These much. are these are baby pampas. So said. when it gets bad, you have to use this. Yes. Father. And you want Jesus to set you free. Yes. You want him to set you free. You want him to set you free. <laughs> All over the auditorium, you can listen to what is happening. All those that appear pains, listen to what is happening, people of God. Blood issues go. Related diseases go. Listen to what is happening, people of God. Deliverance for blood issues is happening. Just watch and see what is happening. Watch your screen all over the place. 
undiluted power of God in this house. I speak to every sickness, every pain, every disease, every affliction. Child of God, you are out of it now in the name of Jesus. Whatever they said, Pick up that woman that has fallen to the ground. Come here. Stand. Even you come. Come, 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 come. I need to I still need to pray for you. <laughs> Just look at your it's got a history of nose bleeding. screen and see what is happening just as the man of look at the manifestations just listen to what is happening across the auditorium situation that um, I know men of God you have addressed these situations before. It's done. This couple here. It's done. Five years. It's done. It's done. Five years in marriage and they are looking for a baby and our father is saying it's done. Just watch. Watch what is happening. Just watch. My father, my sister on the floor Just here. watch. Watch what is happening. Is a, is a medical doctor by profession. She was just slain by the power even before we addressed the situation to you. A scenario is of allergies. She can barely eat anything now. Everything that is required in the balanced diet is almost removed. And she's come to seek for deliverance from you, Baba. Where is she? Siaba. Yeah. Can can I ask my 
leaders, can you bring my altars in, my mobile altars? I just want to touch them. Bring them to me wherever I am. Bring them to me. I want to touch each altar and then you take it back. Once I am altars in, my leaders. Just follow where I am, bring your orders. Yes. This is your season. This is your moment now. Mandins Gwaere. Are you hearing me? And it is a Jitike Pamazoa Ako. They say it will never happen in your days. Notaura Zandino Taura is because I hear God. I speak what I speak. They will come to you to learn. They will come to you to borrow. Uh, now, if you look at yourself, there is nothing. Hmm? But your eyes shall see. still have more? Okay, bring them. Bring them. Bring them. Mm. Miracles happening everywhere. All over the auditorium, there are miracles happening. that the Lord has started doing in your life that people around you will not ignore. 
God is telling me now to tell you. That it was him who allowed them to talk and to laugh. He is telling me to tell you that he was a part of it. He allowed them to hear of your misery. He allowed them to see of your sufferings. So that now, 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 so that now, they will hear again and they will see again. If you believe what I'm telling you, I want you to praise God wherever you are and thank Him for what He's about to do. Yes, yes, let's continue, continue, continue to praise God. Continue to raise your voice and just thank God for the gift we have. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, people of God, come on, people of God. Let's shout, let's shout, let's shout, let's shout. Be free. Be free. Child of God, the power of God in you is working for you now. I receive. I well, we are the testimony. You are coming with a testimony. I receive. You are coming with a testimony. I receive. Can I pray for your seed? Can I pray for your seed? Please bring it out. There is power all over the place, men of God. You won't believe it. Everywhere in this place where the man of God is walking, power is just being shown. Manifestations all over. Bring out your seed. Let me pray for it. Let me see it. There it is. Show me your seed. Next to you, tell him or her to show the prophet the seed. Bless you for the seed. May the Lord grant you your harvest. Multiply you financially. Grow you economically. Increase you abundantly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I receive. I want you to believe me from what I'm saying now. What you knew is that you are sick. Now know that you are no longer sick. Let's have that right from your mind. I want you to start believing. You are not dying because of a disease. The disease is now dying because of you. Bring a testimony back. 
Please, my leaders, make sure that my altars are in you. They are spread all over. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Yes, yes. All right, sir. All right, sir. Choir. T. Leaders, please, as we rejoice, as we celebrate, as we thank God for what He has done. People of God, my thousands here. My thousands are you. These are thousands of testimonies. Yes. Yes. I know it has happened. This has happened. Yes. This has happened. Yes. Yes, All right. let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Choir, let's celebrate. choir, choir, give us something. My now. brother here, before he got prayed for, you saw when our father prayed for him, he was coughing out blood. And when he was coughing, initially he was feeling the pain. Even when I spoke to him before he came here, he was wheezing. He could hardly speak. He could hardly breathe. But right now, his airwaves are cleared. He can actually speak clearly. The pain is gone. Thank you so much, my father. When I came here, I had compression of the chest. I was struggling to breathe. I was even struggling to walk. But immediately after praying for me, I could not even cough because a procedure was done on Friday to collect a sample to go and ascertain whether it was cancer or not. So there was compression of the chest. And even if I tried to cough, I wouldn't take off because I was feeling a lot of pain. From the time you prayed for me, up until now, that pain is gone. Even when I was coughing out that material, the pain was not there. Just watch your screens. Let's give glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We can do better than that, people of God. We can do better than that. Let's just give great glory to you. Let's praise you. Just keep watching your screens, see what is happening. Present worship.
Yeah. 